Hi, I'm Kate Spina. This is Toward Light, Practical Buddhism for the Modern World. Each week, I explore ways to apply these timeless teachings to our daily life. Hello, and welcome to episode 28 of season 3 of the Toward Light podcast. Last episode, I talked about Saka honesty. This episode, I want to talk about clarity. The reason that this is up for me is A, this word just seems to be circling around, and B, I am having a lack of clarity in some areas of my life. So it's making me look at how important clear seeing is. What is clear seeing? How do I know when it's not here? How do I know when it's present? Clear seeing is something that we all have, but because of conditioning, we sometimes don't always see clearly. We sometimes have habitual responses and patterns, cultural influences that stop us from seeing clearly or having clarity. Mindfulness practice is very useful because it helps us to parse out what is the clear, honest, response, action, thought, feeling, whatever, and what is habitual and not necessarily clear. Martine Batchelor says, awareness helps us to recognize how our habitual patterns of thought have a profound influence on the way we feel. This morning, I was walking to the gym and my thoughts were telling me that I am too out of shape, that I ate too much over the holidays, that I can't do it. So my feeling was very defeated. My thoughts were feeding my emotional state. And what happened is I actually wrote that down, was able to see through that. I wrote it in a text to a friend that I didn't even send. And all of a sudden, my mood changed. And I just had more confidence. I realized that it was a habitual story that I'm out of shape and not good at exercise, blah, 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 blah. So some clarity came from pausing, writing, and noticing that habitual pattern. Norman Fisher says, Zen practice has two parts, sitting down and getting up. When we sit down, we calm, clear, and illuminate the mind. When we get up, we live in this world as an extension and expression of the beauty of our sitting. So when we're doing our mindfulness practice, we're having moments of clarity, which then we can bring into our lives. So not only do habitual thoughts affect our emotions, habitual thoughts affect our actions. So we need to clearly see through those. Ruth King says, we investigate mental habits so that we can see clearly as clear seeing supports wise actions. So this investigation aspect of mindfulness practice, where we get really curious about what's our mind doing, what of it is ours, what of it is our Buddha nature, or our true voice, or higher power, or whatever you want to call it, and what of it is habit and not necessarily serving us. And then we can take actions that are wise because we have that level of clarity. 
as I said, there's been some cloudiness for me. So how do we notice when clarity is absent, when there's confusion or delusion or doubt in the mind? My teacher, Matthew Brensilver, says we can't see clearly when we're caught in resistance. So if we're fighting against our present moment experience in some way, there's no clarity there because we're fighting a losing battle. So we're in this delusion that we have a level of control that we don't have. And so, of course, it's going to be hard to see clearly or know what the next right thought or action is or know even what we're feeling if we're fighting against what's actually happening. Joseph Goldstein says, feelings of struggle can become very useful feedback. They are always telling us that something is going on that we are not accepting, not opening to. Again, I notice that clarity is absent because things feel a little bit difficult or confusing because there's some struggle of knowing what's the right thing to do. And when that's the case, there's delusion there. Because yes, there are wise choices and and unwise choices or skillful choices and unskillful choices. But really, at the end of the day, there's no quote unquote right choice. It's what's appropriate in the moment in this scenario. We can't make a decision in the future. We make it with the information we have in our body, heart, mind in this present moment. So when we're struggling with a decision or we're struggling with our reality, we're not seeing clearly. We're not seeing clearly that we can only do what we can do in this moment, that there's no way that we can take a future action in this moment because we're in this moment. Another way to notice the absence of clarity is to notice it outside of ourselves. Aya Santachita wrote this in a newsletter back in March of 2022, and I don't remember what exactly horrible thing was happening in the world in that moment. But what she said is, we are witnessing the incredible harm that unchecked greed, hatred, and delusion can wreak if there are no clear aspirations beyond personal preferences and desires. Greed, aversion, and delusion, if any of those are present, then clarity is not present, right? Because they're poisoning our experience. Those three poisons are getting in the way of seeing clearly, of knowing our truth, of knowing the truth of the moment, of knowing appropriate responses. So when we see horrible things happening in the world, we can look at on a smaller scale how we may be acting from greed, aversion, and delusion, and how that's getting in the way of our clarity. So how do we know that clarity is present? This is a pretty personal exploration. We all have different ways that we tap into this. So in mindfulness practice, notice when you have aha moments or clear seeing or Let's say you've been wrestling with a problem for weeks and you're in meditation and all of a sudden the answer comes. That's clear seeing, right? Check in. What does that feel like? Where do you feel it in your body? 
What does it sound like? For me, I know it's clear seeing. I know that I have clarity when it's pretty direct. When I'm practicing and the guidance I get is very clear instructions to me. Don't worry about this or hang your hammock up and go meditate in your hammock. Okay, my inner clarity knows what's good for me. And so my job is to clear out or feel the difference between that and my habitual patterning and, con- and conditioning and cultural and all of that and know what it feels like to be clear, to have clarity, to be in touch with my innate inner wisdom, this Buddha nature that we all have. And connecting with this clarity allows us to take wise actions and to be better humans in the world. Thank you for listening. Please check out any links in the show notes. You can find me on my website, towardlight.net, or on Instagram at towardlight108.